0: Weirdos, hey everybody, welcome to Way Too Weird (sighs) podcast where we talk about our weird ass universe. Mm -hmm. I'm Annie and I'm Sarah. First, we got to talk about what's weird with you, what has happened since we recorded last. I will say so. A lot of time has gone by since we recorded our last episode. We yeah. we kind of pre-recorded a few uh, anticipating the uh, holidays and whatnot. But it is officially, we're recording this on January 9th, 2024. Welcome to the new year. Can't believe it. Uh, it makes me realize that some of the stuff we'll be talking about, I bet by next week will be either debunked or <laughs> relevant. Um, so I think but it's you good. Should, you should still listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I just want to timestamp things from this point forward okay. since we might be a little bit more in real time. And Lord knows that once you release something, usually uh, something will come out the very next day to so on that change note, the story.
1: Sure. On that note, what yeah. are you talking about today?
0: Okay. So have you heard about the bayside mall thing in miami
1: so i saw that you sent me like 10 tiktok videos and i watched I, w- I started watching one of them and then i got really frustrated because i don't have tiktok and it kept like restarting and i couldn't rewind it and um no so Yeah, no, yeah no. yeah
0: i know and i think i sent those 10 to you within like like 10 minutes of like 3 a.m. Yeah, no, I didn't watch them. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry, but we're here now. That's okay, good. Well, I'm glad you didn't watch them so we can talk about it. Um. So essentially, so this, again, it's the Bayside Mall in Miami mm-hmm. on January 2nd, 2024. Okay, I'm going to talk about the, if you want to call it conspiracy or- yes. so This is
1: all witness statements.
0: Yes, I'm going to talk about the witness statements. And then I'm going to talk about what the police are saying the narrative is. So let's back up and look at this from above when people started to be aware that something was going on. So the scene is set with 60 to 70 cop cars all surrounding this mall with people, people running and screaming what? out of it the huge police presence, like literally every cop that could be there was there. So hundreds of them. The lights of the mall went out and neighboring houses and and businesses, their, their electricity was turned off as well. Now there, it was pretty much immediately a statement put out by somebody who said that they were a witness to this. And there were a number of people who followed them. It was about four young people, maybe like
1: Would you call them youths?
0: Yes, youths. These kids had this apparatus, and it basically was a portal that they opened up. What? Wait. So, what's the apparatus look like? So they said it was almost looked like a projector, which is giving me some theories. But basically, they had this thing. They're like, "Okay, well, we're here now. Like, let's just set it up." And people are overhearing and say this. And then, like, and there is, like I said, there's footage of this. If it's real. And you see this like spiraling ball of light. And cut to what people are saying they saw were these giant, 10 foot tall.
1: If you say mantis,
0: shadow aliens with like really long legs. They said that they were like black, but you could still see some features and things. And like they they were interacting with them, like looking them in the eyes. Um, but they were also like glitching in and out of a, hmm. a space. So it was like, it was coming towards them. Kind of like
1: a, a hologram or something.
0: Right. Which is, I'm like, okay, well, if they had something that looked like a projector, like, was this maybe a hologram, but it's moving throughout the mall. Those kids had run away at that point And apparently left the mall at some point. It's like some of, some people are claiming that they've seen footage of the creatures, leaving the premises and like cops are following down the street um but yeah essentially shit. they I, I, you gotta see the videos i mean they are huge and it it just looks like maybe three or four pillars of of beings so tall and ominous just like coming down the stretch of the mall and apparently there were people who were actually like engaging it with firearms like shooting of course like good guy with a gun style mm-hmm. shooting at it um obviously to no avail and people freaking the fuck out because like they're like watching their reality unravel mm-hmm. and that's what this guy um the first person who came out about it he was just like so flabbergasted and then he took down his video immediately and um or maybe i'm thinking of the two people so there's two people one of them took down their their video immediately And then came back with another one telling the same story as what the cops are saying. So the story that the cops are saying, which makes this whole thing even more suspicious, was that there were like 50 kids... Who were playing with sticks and intimidating people and like getting into a squabble? That's not even close. It's not even close. It's when like is... lazy, <laughs> some lazy writing right there. Yeah. When is the last time you saw people running and screaming for their lives when they saw kids playing with sticks? I don't know how scary were these time... youths? Right. Right. Well, and when's the last time you saw two hundred cops show up for mm-hmm. kids creating uh, you know chaos in the mall? When does that happen that you don't get? A bunch of video footage of people who love watching fights. You know, people are always there, like, yeah, videoing world fights star, and stuff. You know? And four kids were arrested. Kids between 14 and 16 years mm. old. Sounds to me like the kids who actually brought the apparatus, who set it up. I think they were the ones who were actually detained. I think MIB was on like on Will Smith. the site. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that everything that happened... And how quickly it was shut down by like like everybody has the same sound bites like mm-hmm. all of the cops and the police and whatever were involved had the same sound bites of this is what happened. And I saw a video for this guy on TikTok who's like, my dad is a police officer um, in Miami. How has he not talked to me about this? And so he like filmed himself calling his dad, He's like, hey dad. hey dad, what's going on in the Bayside Mall or whatever? And his dad was just like
1: yeah there was like some some uh kids or whatever and
0: he was like well i'm seeing these posts like was there anything else he's like, like i can't talk about it and he kept pressing and his dad was just like i don't know what
1: you want me to say i can't talk about this anymore
0: Obviously, that wasn't the relationship he had with his dad because he was just, like, kind of flabbergasted that his dad was, like, shutting him down. But it was very, very uncomfortable watching his dad struggle through that conversation with his son. Wow. Again, watch the videos. Um, Oh, (laughs) there's this girl who has a podcast. The podcast is called That's Insane with Asia, A-J-A. But I saw her TikTok and I actually kinda of love her. She's like very conspiracy theorist, but in a way that's super fun. Mm-hmm. And she was like, It is not a coincidence that they dropped the Epstein list on the same day that this happened. Whoa. And she was just kind of quarreling that it's like, okay, well, one thing ate up the news and made you know, it was a little distraction right. over here while there is a huge paranormal incident. In Miami, Florida. That's
1: wild. And you know what this makes me think of? Hmm. Um, back on episode one, when we talked about the mantis, there, there's an episode you guys can watch right now of Encounters. Episode one. Uh, there's a in Texas. There's like this huge um, UAP UFO sighting, and this hunter had been hunting, and he sees this fucking UFO in the sky. And he uses his rifle scope to see up in there, and he sees mantis. And then he becomes like the the one of the spokespeople for this incident. And then, however much time goes by, and then he just stops making public appearances. He Mm -hmm. stops talking about it. He stops all of this.
0: Right. And people people
1: speculate, yeah, that it was that, or they gave him money, or something made him stop.
0: Right. And what's going to be interesting is, uh, as I feel these things will inevitably progress, uh, you know, my personal opinion is I think that um, interactions with the paranormal, with you know, aliens, whatever you want to call them, I think it's going to ramp up. up. Yep. And it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, when you have more and more people seeing these things. Although... There are so many UAP reports that have hundreds of people viewing it that are still seen as like, well, I don't know about that. That's a hoax. Like people are going to choose to believe or not believe. They're going to choose to ignore or not ignore. Right. Well,
1: like you said, people running and screaming at confronting this disruption in their reality, Mm -hmm. you know. It's not just going to take someone's – they're not going to take someone's word for it that reality as we know it is a lie. True. That's so interesting because like given the technologies that we have at our disposal today, they could have easily been like this was kids playing around with some high-tech
0: holograph right. shit. And they didn't do that. They didn't do that. And what they came up with was so it's lame, lazy. Lame and lazy, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's I mean, really so we weird. had a
0: disruption like that at our mall a few what? years ago. We had aliens at our mall? No, not that kind of disruption. It was a disruption where there were like a bunch of kids starting fights and things like that. Mm. Promise you there were not 200 cops there. I
1: promise you they did not use sticks.
0: Yeah. And so I said there there are two people who came out on TikTok right away. The one who had taken it down and kind of recanted his account. But then the other guy who did a second post and was like, look, we're like me and my family, we were there. We're still digesting this and trying to process what happened. And we all just kind of have to, we've come to the point where we just have an understanding that we witnessed something or were a part of something completely unreal like just wow. we have a shared experience of something that is just
1: and and those people aren't going to get any help for that like i'm oh, sure no. they're experiencing ptsd about that and they're just going to have to, to deal with it because yeah. officially it didn't happen
0: i mean yeah that's like the name of the game with uh, any sort of ufo or uap hmm. or i wonder u- alien i wonder <laughs> if like the air traffic was oh that wasn't a thing air traffic control shut down wow uh Air traffic control shut down. And wow. and so, but then you see other articles who are like, we've debunked the fact that like the air traffic control never shut down or whatever. But before the details of this being like a weird paranormal thing came out, There were reports saying air traffic control has been shut down. You know, like people who are at the airport who are like, "Oh, my stuff's delayed." Because you know, so there's like that trickle down effect of things where people have no idea what the causes of it, but they are being affected by the air traffic control thing. So they can come back and change the story and say, "Oh, well, um, air traffic control was never shut down. That that was false." But why would people report on that without? Even knowing the other side of the story. This is sloppy. Yeah. It's sloppy. It doesn't make any sense. Hmm. The the I mean, you know, you have to decide whether you're gonna trust your gut when you hear somebody. Some people you can tell that they're just doing it for clout or just to get some attention. But some of these dudes like feel it feels very genuine mm-hmm. coming from them. Wow. So that, that is what's is weird with the universe too today. Weird.
1: That is too weird. Too weird. You know, my too weird is a little bit related to that. You're saying, like, aliens pop up in Miami while in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, they have decided that in 2024, they're adding alien tourism to their vision board. That
0: so, is amazing.
1: So, um, you know, maybe this... Fiasco could have been avoided if they had just opened the portal up in Lexington because they want it.
0: That's true. I, I think so that's a genius campaign. It's it's interesting,
1: right? So Visit Lex is the tourism bureau of Lexington. So they worked with experts to launch the world's first travel advertisement mm-hmm. to outer space. Specifically, um, we lasered these messages 40 light years away to several earth-like planets that are in the Trappist-1 solar system. So they're not just going to nowhere. They're going to specific a specific specific place, which is crazy. So the message itself was an 8-bit image of like a horse, a human, some prime numbers, the elements of life on Earth, the molecules for ethanol and water, which represent bourbon. That's bourbon, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh and dopamine, which represents fun. <laughs> They That's also crazy. included in the file some music from a local bu- blues legend, T.D. Young, and photos of life around Lexington. So wow! Hmm. So you know, keep an eye out. I don't know how long. I suppose on our end, it's going to take forty years to get there, unless they intercept it. earlier. They early. could intercept it earlier. I'm sure,
0: I'm sure. But how cool is that? That is wild. First of all, genius because everybody's thinking and talking about aliens these days so mm-hmm. for you know that basically one of us like a total nerd is working for the mm-hmm. lexington uh board of whatever i gotta wonder how this happened yeah, yeah there has to be someone who's like hey guys what do we, what would you think if we tried this and they're like that's just wacky enough to work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well that was weird that was really really weird it's all weird Today, we're going to be talking about haunted objects. And Sarah, you're going to kick it off. What do you have for us?
1: I have a lot. (laughs) And when I think about haunted objects, and I think when a lot of people think about haunted objects, you instantly go to the creepy doll.
0: Oh, you have to.
1: Yeah, you have to. But, you know, not all dolls are creepy or haunted.
0: Not all of them are, but of the haunted objects, I feel like that is the majority of what comes up at least in my research truly, and it makes sense to me because if it's like a vessel for a spirit
1: and it looks like a person
0: it looks like a person sure. it has like eyes that it can look through it has mm. the the mechanics that it can make it move like if a wooden block was possessed all it can do is sit there but mm-hmm. if it's a doll it has arms it has legs it has a neck it has things it it's can familiar. articulate
1: it's familiar mm-hmm. yeah So, um, speaking of things that aren't creepy or haunted, okay. I once stayed a week at my dearly beloved late great aunt's house, and I stayed in her art studio. Mm -hmm. And she was an artist. She did all sorts of things, watercolors especially. But in the '90s and early 2000s, she was really into porcelain casting. And painting little cutie little dolls. Oh. Which resulted in a rather large collection of dolls on shelves that wrapped around the whole room. Oh my God, that's terrifying. (laughs) Me, 14 years old, staying in this room on like a cot. And I'm just like, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Just willing myself to not care.
0: I can't decide whether I would turn all of the dolls around in order to have a ladder or something. Or if I would i'd be so afraid if i did that that when i wake up in the morning oh, at least one or multiple of them will have turned back around
1: yeah i remember not getting a lot of sleep not because of the dolls but because i could hear like snoring in the other room mm-hmm. so it was just like you know
0: we're just not sleeping tonight no 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 Even- i don't mean to interrupt you but what? i do want to say to what? that end there is a hotel or like a bed and breakfast that is specifically like a doll hotel mm-hmm. and they have Every single room is lined, like, top to bottom I don't with get it. dolls. I don't get it. I don't get it either. People pay money to stay there. Now, it would be one thing that I know people pay money to go to haunted places. But it's not but specifically not, haunted. Right, exactly. It's just, it's just dolls. I mean, maybe people think that's nice. The more dolls, the more likely it is to have a upsetting experience, I would say. I mean, that's just statistics, I suppose. Exactly. Okay, back to you. Have you seen Chucky? No.
1: Yeah. I already, I already knew the answer to that. Have you yeah. seen Bride of Chucky? It's a funnier movie. No. Well, yeah. Stupid question. If you want some campy horror, maybe you could,
0: you could handle it. Which is funny. Cause yeah, I, I, so as a rule, I don't allow myself to watch scary movies generally, but I can do camp fairly well. Like I've seen evil dead. I, I've seen a lot of like old campy zombie movies. Mm-hmm. Um, So it might be possible, but honestly, like, it's the doll thing more than anything. Like, dolls, haunted objects, dolls, they freak me out. In fact, as you'll remember, this is an episode that when we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do next, we decided on this, and then I backtracked right away because I was just like, honestly, this is, like, one of my biggest fears, and and to watch videos of this I feel like what am I opening myself up to and I decided to go for it anyways because I am a very brave person Mm -hmm. what have you have you been having nightmares about this topic lately um actually I had a very vivid dream last night that um fortune themester was a new host with our podcast oh, and yeah yeah she was super excited about it i was a little annoyed because she was like taking over it but i was like you know what yeah, she a knows lot. what she's doing if, if people are going to listen to our podcast they're it's... listening to it for fortune yeah they're that's not fair listening to it for us that's fair so but yeah no other than that i slept pretty well
1: all right we'll strap in because we're going to talk about spooky dolls um so in chucky an occult obsessed serial killer named Charles Lee Ray, which is a very serial killer name. Um, he escapes death and capture by transferring his consciousness into a good guy doll via a voodoo ritual now in chucky the good guy doll is what chucky looks like right before he has all the scars and stuff he mm-hmm. looks like a cute little red-headed toddler
0: was it called a good guy yeah what does that even mean
1: it's a made-up thing in yeah. their universe okay so do you remember the teddy ruxpins of the 1980s no so, teddy ruxpin was a teddy bear that would seemingly talk to you and spoilers, the secret was you could put a cassette tape in it, and it oh. would tell you stories. Oh, yeah. So I think that the Good Guy doll was kind of like that. Okay. But I think in the movies,
0: it has batteries. What year did Chucky come out? I don't know. Because I know that there were like... In the nineties. Possessed... Oh, it was in the 80s. Okay, I was gonna say there were a lot of like toys that got possessed in the 90s like Elmo and the Furbies. Oh, jeez. Oh, the Furbies was a mechanical glitch, but I mean, Furbies are having a resurgence now. They are, and they're like the biggest concern now is that you could actually hack into it, and it could be used as uh, surveillance because, like, they're the, That's the eyes worse. are actually it is worse. I mean, they're essentially the first attainable form of AI because the original Furby had learning abilities, mm-hmm. so it it only started with its own weird little language, but then as you talk to it more, it will learn english and learn yeah, your, your I didn't language have a Furby. it
1: was too much the, the fact that they will wake up in the middle of the night and speak to you i didn't like right. that yeah so well i never had that i never had a teddy ruxpin um but regarding chucky and you know how to get rid of something like that uh given how many movies and series there are i don't I don't think you can. <laughs> so, we'll get into that at the end of the episode how we think you can get rid of a cursed or haunted or possessed object, but uh in Chucky's universe, mm, not looking great, right? Have you seen any of the Annabelle movies? No. No. Yeah. I um, know.
0: So, let me say, I obviously I know about the the idea behind all of these. Sure. I've just saved myself from yeah,
1: I mean, them. don't watch them. They'll freak you out. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. The Conjuring, uh, the Conjuring universe is entertaining. I'll say that. Um, but yeah, basically, Annabelle's a haunted doll, potentially demonic, has a very bad spirit attachment. You get it, mm-hmm. you know. So I want to talk about the real Annabelle. Okay. Um, and through that topic also the paranormal investigator team of ed and lorraine warren and i have to say right up top that i'm not a big fan of them
0: yeah they are pretty uh as the kids would say sus (laughs)
1: they are that um people like them freak me out and contribute to my skepticism on psychics okay tell me more so there's a netflix documentary called the devil on trial which if you want the hollywood hero story they they made a movie about the the family called The Devil Made Me Do It, and it's in the Conjuring franchise. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this documentary talks about the real story. So this family is having a crisis. Like their little boy is like 11 or something, and they think he's possessed. So they're contacting the church, and I think the church contacts the Warrens. So they show up uh, while this family's in dire need of an exorcism, and... Uh, if you watch this series there's some compelling prediction stuff like psychic prediction stuff that the warrens make to the cops like lorraine stops by and she's like i just had a vision that this blah 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 and the Mm -hmm. cop is later telling the documentary crew this and he was like and then it happened Mm -hmm. um i digress what's fucked is that after the ordeal this family has and it's like years long you know The Warrens encouraged the family to write a book about this experience. And they're like, it's really going to help you, blah, blah, blah. Then they managed to take most, if not all, of the profits for themselves. Right. Including the whole movie franchise.
0: I was going to say, the word franchise stands out to me because they really just became money hungry.
1: So... It's not that I doubt the abilities of the Warrens. I mean, I do.
0: I do with them specifically, only because the look in their eyes. <laughs> Tony, when you look at them, you're like, you all are up to no good.
1: Yeah, they certainly look like, you know, the 1950s housewife and, you know, whatever. They look typical white Americana, right? Which is suspicious. Which is a hint of creep. Yeah, but it's it's not so much that I doubt their abilities. Like, it's more that they're capitalist pigs mm-hmm. no offense to other pigs you know <laughs> i think that for a long let's make
0: sure that regular pigs know that we don't think they're no, capitalist no pigs. no 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 right
1: i think for a long time i thought that anyone taking advantage of someone in need must be a charlatan right but those both can be true two right. two things can be true
0: right oh yeah like you can be a psychic and a bad person yeah, at the same time yes
1: exactly right so i think they were yes yeah, somehow dialed into the paranormal wavelength and also taking advantage of people right so anyways for this topic i went to the source the warren's website <laughs> which is uh very professional and not at all grammatically incorrect very beautiful layout and everything. So the opposite of everything you're saying. Yes. Is it opposite
0: day? It's opposite
1: day. New England Society for Psychic Research. Lots of typos. Here we go. In either 1968 or 1970, the website says both, a mom, unnamed mother, buys her daughter this Raggedy Ann doll from a hobby store. And I'd like to imagine that the daughter, Donna, who is a grown woman about to graduate college with a nursing degree, was like... thanks Thanks, mom and then concocted this whole story just so she had an excuse to get rid of the doll right so that's my
0: i definitely think that (laughs) if i were getting rid of a gift that my mom gave me i might come up with something similar
1: (laughs) i mean it's just the wrath
0: of a mother scorn (laughs) What? where's that where's that thing that i got you
1: Mm -hmm. so dutiful daughter donna brings it home to her shared house and puts it on her bed as a decoration You know, maybe at the time it was like a squashmallow or squishmallow, whatever. I mean, I
0: did have a Raggedy Ann doll when you
1: were an adult.
0: Well, no, but it stuck around. I don't actually know where it is first, but Mm. that's the whole thing about dolls. Once they exist, they have to go somewhere. Mm. I guess adults definitely collect them. Sometimes, maybe, maybe this is like that. Didn't you just tell a story about how your aunt makes the dolls, and and I would tell the story about a bed and breakfast where she collects dolls, that's a grown-ass woman.
1: Yeah, you're right. Maybe this was her thing. Maybe Raggedy Ann isn't the only doll that she has on her bed. But it doesn't take more than a few days before Donna and her roommate Angie begin to notice some pretty weird stuff. It's like the doll slightly changing positions. Mm-hmm. Like her hands were here, and now they're here. Mm-hmm. Her legs were crossed, and now they're not. So, and then it's like in a different room than when it was placed. Mm-hmm. More than once, Donna would leave the doll on the living room couch. And I would be like, Donna, what are you doing? Leave this doll alone, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, But she'd leave it on the couch, come back later to find it on her bed with the door closed. Hmm. Now, to me, that sounds like passive-aggressive roommate stuff. Right. You left your fucking doll on the living room couch? I'm just going to put it where it belongs. Close the door. Close the door.
0: Cut cut and dry. Case closed.
1: But it keeps
0: going. Oh, God. See, I just wish that – well, I don't wish because I watched hours and hours of this yesterday. But just having this stuff on camera, I'd be interested to know how the door was opened and closed. Like, I wonder if it just opened and closed on its own or if, like, Raggedy Install, doll, like, well, hand actually goes up and Listen cha- to this. Okay.
1: So this part I did find odd. Sometimes they would find the doll standing upright. You mm-hmm. had Raggedy Ann's. No. They're it, floppy.
0: They raggedy. Yeah.
1: They're very floppity. So there's no way of them standing, it's cloth and stuffing. If I fa- if I came home and found first if I found a raggedy and doll, I'd be completely <laughs> done. But if I found one standing on its own, I think you gotta move out of that house. Just oh yeah. Leave all your belongings. Absolutely. But they did not move out. And soon they began to receive messages. Now, if you watch the Annabelle franchise, this happens in the movies. Okay. A month into these fiascos, Donna and Angie begin to find messages written on parchment paper in this shitty little kid writing that says, help us and help Lou, L-O-U, help Lou. There's a note on the website that says the creepiest part about this message is that they didn't even own parchment paper. Yeah, that's what's creepy about this. That's so stupid. That's the creepiest part. So one night, Donna finds the doll has moved back onto her bed again. Old news by now. But this time, as Donna inspected the doll, she found red droplets on the hands and chest of the doll. Could it be blood? Mm. The website thinks so. These these young women then turn to experts. They bring in an unnamed medium to hold a seance. And the medium introduces to the group Annabelle Higgins. Her story, according to the medium, is this. She was a seven-year-old girl that lived on the property before the apartments that Angie and live in were built. Mm-hmm. That those days were happy times, and she was sad- sadly found dead in the field where the apartment building now stands. I could cry. Like, yeah. oh, my God. The medium goes on to explain that the spirit of Annabelle feels comforted with Angie and Donna and wants to stay with them and be loved. Donna feels for the little girl, so she gives the okay to inhibit the doll and stay with them. Cute story, right?
0: Well, no, they're totally ignoring the blood aspect.
1: Yeah, I'm not finished yet. The, it's not a cute story. Okay. Here we go. Donna and Angie have a friend named Lou. Like Lou from the notes?
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm? Lou is immediately like, yo, that doll is creepy and evil and you should get rid of it. But Donna thinks she's friends with Annabelle now, so the doll stays. Okay, brace yourself for this one, Annie. This might get to you. You're not going to like it. Okay. One night, Lou is staying over and awakes from a deep sleep in a panic. He can't move. Like, he's paralyzed. He looks around the room and sees the doll at the foot of the bed. Annabelle glides up his body onto his chest and then strangles him. No! He blacks out from asphyxiation, wakes up the next day, convinced it really happened. Like, okay, creepy dream, Lou. Yeah. The doll stays. Annabelle is my friend. Like, she just... Donna just didn't have it. She's like, that was the dream.
0: That's rude.
1: (laughs) There's another instance. Oh, my God. There's another instance when Angie and Lou hear something coming out of Donna's room when she's not home. So, Lou goes in to neutralize the threat, only he wasn't counting on Annabelle. She's lying on the floor, as if she was dropped there. Lou gets a someone-is-behind-me kind of feeling, and as soon as he spins around to find no one... He feels an intense chest pain and doubles over, finds that he's apparently cut and bleeding. On his chest are seven cuts. And then they completely heal in two days. Hmm. Weird. The Warrens call it the mark of the beast. Okay. So at this point, Donna starts to wise up that her little doll friend might be more like a frenemy. And she contacts a priest who gets in touch with the Warrens. And they finally show up on the scene. The Warrens conclude that the doll is not possessed but is getting manipulated by an inhuman presence. Mm -hmm. they call this an attachment. See,
0: I struggle to know the difference between an attachment and possession. For me, that's the same thing.
1: I think that an object can't be possessed. I think that's what they're saying. A human can be possessed. uh, uh,
0: So something without a soul is is an an attachment. Yeah. Okay.
1: But then I've also heard of like spirits attaching themselves to people but right. that's not a full possession so maybe it's like possession light Okay. so uh, they speculate that the spirit or non-human entity is looking for a human host which would then be a possession say the Warrens in two or three more weeks the spirit would have completely possessed, harmed, or killed one of or all of the housemates the Warrens bring in a priest to recite and exercise uh, the apartment after which the Warrens take the doll with them. And that's the end. No, it's okay. not. <gasps> <laughs> there's just, there's just not. There's so much more. On the ride home, the Warrens almost wreck a few times and they figure that it's definitely the doll, right? Mm. So Ed douses the doll with his truckie, trusty pocket vial of holy water. Okay. You know, always be prepared. Over the next few weeks at the Warrens' house, The doll levitates, begins appearing in various rooms just like it had at the girl's place. And, oh my god, one time a priest came by the house, sees the doll, picks it up and says, You're just a rag doll, Annabelle. You can't hurt anyone. And Ed's like,
0: No, you did not just say that.
1: And Lorraine has a vision of tragedy for the priest. So then they get a phone call from the priest that's like,
0: yo, my brakes just failed and I have completely totaled my car on the way home. So she's like, I have a vision of tragedy. Meanwhile, like Ed is out underneath the car, like <laughs> snipping a <the> brake line. <laughs> it's all about the story, you right. know?
1: By this time, the Warrens decide to put Annabelle in a glass case so she can no longer move around. Through the years, they find more and more haunted and occult artifacts and they have a museum of sorts. So one visitor and his girlfriend both unnamed start tapping on the glass mocking Annabelle mm. and the guy says that if Annabelle can put scratches on people prove it Ed Warren hears this and kicks the pe- kicks them out yeah like, son you need to leave yeah like show fully fully kicks them out on the motorcycle ride home he loses control and the pair crash into a tree and the man dies instantly damn the woman is hospitalized for a year and when she's asked about it, she says that at the time of the crash, they were laughing about the doll.
0: Ooh.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: I've never been on a motorcycle, but I didn't <laughs> realize that you could like have straight up conversations while you're on that. I figured it was like too loud. I mean, like, maybe, they they're like in a, maybe the, this like. is like
1: the 60s or something. Yeah. You know? They're like probably in a neighborhood. Right. So they're not going that fast. So I'm, probably, I'm just like about yelling. all the bugs
0: that would be in their mouth just like blah 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 blah. That's your
1: takeaway from the Annabelle story.
0: Yeah, like how do they have that conversation without being like <gasps> with the fly in their mouth?
1: Well, I'd say ask him, but that guy's dead. So <laughs> He's
0: straight up dead. Dead as a doornail. Right, that's
1: my story on Annabelle and the Warrens.
0: Cool. Um, I'm going to talk about some of the most classic haunted object stories, because just for folks who haven't really heard about or looked into this stuff too much, with our current audience, I'm trying to acknowledge that some people, this might be absolutely new to, and some other people will, may have heard these stories a million times. So I just want to be respectful of everybody's time and knowledge level. So classic haunted objects. Um, One of the first things that will come up when you're looking into haunted objects is Greg and Dana Newkirk. Mm. They are a couple that live in Cincinnati, Ohio, and they have a a podcast called Haunted Objects. They also have uh, basically a whole museum in their basement of haunted objects. And I was actually lucky enough to go see them in person this last October. What? I went to go see them and uh, Jim Harold, who was doing his campfire show in mm-hmm. person in Very Kent, cool. Ohio. So Very that cool. was awesome. It was like a total dream come true. Um, So they actually were featured on the History Channel on the show, The Unexplained, hosted by... William Shatner, of course.
1: He's from Kentucky. Is he? Yeah. Well, Well, he he lives lives here. He lives in like Ashland. I had no idea. Like horse country.
0: Good for him. So in that episode of the Unexplained, they go over some of the items that Greg and Dana Newkirk have uh, in their collection. But they said the most haunted one by far is one that they actually had to get rid of from their collection because it was so... uh, dangerous basically mm. so this is a, uh, a a statue a carved wooden statue of a woman and they're calling it the crone Ew. I know already bad news so this was found in the Catskills off the beaten path uh, like in a cave by some hikers <gasps> and it Creepy. has like nails nailed into its eye don't like that and a noose around its neck hate that so through one channel or another, these folks ended up finding Greg and Dana Newkirk. You know, they heard that they collect oddities like this or cursed objects. And so they eventually become in, into possession of this uh, this effigy. Consistently, people were having just really high anxiety around the statue and just have this highly uncomfortable feeling. The scariest disturbance though was some guy from canada came down to visit them specifically to see the crone i don't know Mm. if it just stood out to him this is what i'm gonna this this is what i'm gonna spend my time right so he went from canada down to cincinnati ohio uh, and when he got there he was begging for him to take it out of the case
1: i'm looking up what this looks like this is so scary so
0: scary like how does that exist so, it's like
1: if Mrs. Butterworth was made of wood <laughs> and haunted,
0: and with nails driven through her eyes. Yes. Oh my lord. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I've definitely seen some scary movies that I think probably got inspiration from right. this. Yeah. Well, for sure.
0: speaking of scary movies, this next part seems like it's straight out of a scary oh, movie. No. It's hard for me to imagine that this really happened, but oh, I mean. God. I will say I, I trust Greg and Dana Newkirk. Maybe it's just because I saw them in person, but they seem like real humans. They exist. They were, they were people. <laughs> I can attest, sort of. Um, this dude, as soon as they open it from the box, as he insisted, his eyes roll into the back of his head, blood starts coming out of his mouth, and he has a violent seizure. What the fuck? And has to go to the hospital.
1: Be careful what you wish for. Don't meet your heroes. That's right. You know?
0: That's right. Wait, was he okay? He was never heard from again. (laughs) I don't know if that's true. It's so cryptic. (laughs) Okay. Anyhow, so their solution, they decided to bring her back home. They were going to bring her back to the Catskills. To the the cave? Maybe not the cave specifically, but to the area where she was found. And do a cleansing ceremony of sorts to try to get rid of the curse. Do you think they had done
1: cleansing ceremonies previously? I think so.
0: Dana seemed to be pretty well-versed in how to do the ritual. She created like a circle mm-hmm. of I- items or energy. I don't know how she did it exactly. But as they were performing the ceremony, they were hearing all sorts of crazy sounds in the woods, like walking or, you know, footsteps, but they're definitely not animals. They're not like there at night, are they? Because that would just be foolish. That had Yeah, certainly not. As they... Obviously they removed the noose from its neck. As they started taking the nails out of the head, which is so disturbing, when they took that last final nail out, they said they felt like this huge like electric pop, like this this oh. release of energy. Yeah. And right then every coyote in the area started howling all at Whoa. the same time. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. All right, another one that is another one very interesting. Oh, don't start that again. <laughs> so have you heard of Okiku? Sure haven't. She is a doll that um, this all takes place in northern Japan. Mm-hmm. And in 1918, uh, this oh. doll was purchased by a 17-year-old boy. And he bought it for his sister, his little sister, who was two years old at the time. It was a beautiful doll. It had a, a gorgeous silk kimono on, a very like straight, stylish bob with like mm. the bangs. Very like Uma Thurman, yeah, you know, circa Pulp Fiction. And her little sister just absolutely loved it. And his little sister's name is Okiku, so she loved this doll so much that she just named it after herself. Now, unfortunately, this was during the time of yellow fever, oh. and Okiku, the child, ended up. Passing away from it, tragic, as was normal in the culture at that time, or probably still, I'm sure. Um, they created an altar in their home with uh, items from their daughter, and they go and pray and, and and remember her. So of course they put her favorite doll in there, and so every day they they pray to her, they speak to her, they bring her gifts, and one day the the father goes in to pay his respects and sees that her hair had grown. What do you mean? Her bob was now like a lob.
1: (laughs) Her bangs were like in her eyes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She like her hair straight up grew. That's wild. And it continued to happen where they had to like give it haircuts. So they ended up doing a test to test her hair, basically like figure out what was going on because it was just so weird and it came back that it was human hair. Hmm. So the doll was made with human hair and this hair was growing all of a sudden. I guess the human hair thing wouldn't be that weird. Like synthetics didn't really
1: come onto the scene until like mid mid 20th century, right?
0: I agree. I totally understand that a doll at that time would have real hair, but it doesn't explain it growing. No, not at all. Even if there was like a real scalp It wouldn't explain. You know, if they like did something like so horrific like that. Oh, I know it's gross. But hey, look, we're talking about like dolls that have human hair that are growing. So we got to It's called science. (laughs) Science gets gross. (laughs) Anyhow, they ended up moving and decided they were not going to take Okiku, the doll, with them.
1: That's pretty tragic. Also, it's sad. They just because of the hair. Was that all that was happening with her?
0: From what I can find, yes, but I, I wouldn't say just. I mean, mm. welcome to the world of your reality as you yeah. know it being totally disturbed. Mm. Maybe it's too painful. True, yeah, because that has to be such a mind fuck. Like was, You're already dealing like, with the, two years the old. death of their daughter, and then mm. now they have to deal with this like paranormal activity and d- decipher what that means. So anyhow, when they left, they actually left the doll in the... Um, in the possession and care of some monks at the, I think it's Menangi or Menengi Temple, and the, these monks take care of the doll. It's in a case right now. It's still there to this day. Um, the hair still grows. They have to give it periodic uh, haircuts. They do maintain the the original cut, the the Pulp Fiction haircut. Hmm. Um, so, anyways, yeah, she's there to this day. And whether the spirit of the daughter is still trapped with her, I don't know, but I don't know how to explain it. That is really strange. Now, if you guys want to actually see, like, caught on tape, creepy objects or whatever, my favorite YouTube dude, that's a thing right a youtube dude versus youtube channel uh is called nukes top five n-u-k-e-s n-u-k-e-s like apostrophe s it belongs to to nuke so this one that i watched last night actually i watched a ton but the one that uh i watched first was just called creepy dolls moving caught on tape and they're Fucking terrifying. I'm Ooh. telling you, I know that you're saying like, oh, they, you're suspicious of them because they can move them with this fishing wire and sure. whatever. And I, I totally agree. But some of these things, I swear to God, like, yeah, fishing line can be invisible and it would make sense why something might move or fall or whatever, but... When things are moving in different directions and you have eyelids closing, you have, you know, the head tilting, they always seem to, like, I find eye contact with either the person or with the camera. Like, they, their heads will, like, slowly turn and, like, look directly at that. I've seen ones where their pupils actually change size. Um a lot of things where their arms are moving and and their head is tilting. Seen some where their actual mouth will move. And these are just painted on mouths that that are plastic. It's not, doesn't have a moving apparatus whatsoever, but you'll see a grin or a frown, things like that. Now, one thing that came to mind when I was thinking about, you know, how do you debunk this was a lot of these dolls are really old and they used to before, Plastic became the norm. They used to use... Um, dolls were made out of composite materials. So it was like fabric stuffed with uh, cornstarch. What? Wood, sawdust, glue, like resin. Just a, just a, a composite of a bunch of materials oh. were, it was stuffed in there. So I was thinking, okay, well, when you add a century worth of decay and moisture and whatever else like is there some sort of contracting you know is there are there fucking worms in it like is there something happening with the composite that is making the joints retract and move in some way so that was kind of my only way to think about like well how could this be happening without human intervention but also uh without it being haunted. But again, that does not explain eyelids, you know, but I'll tell you what could closing. explain
1: eyelids. I don't know if this would I mean, as technology gets like better and better, you can use, you know, a shitty filter to make it look like an old video. Mm-hmm. And you can use like a face filter so that you could make the doll do whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean there's ways there's ways around it
0: there and I think that that is something that it comes up with all this paranormal stuff is there a way to do it yes is there going to continue to be more and more ways to easily do it yes it doesn't mean that that is how uh how it was done you know sure so would you ever buy one a haunted object one that I knew was haunted yeah no absolutely not I mean that's one of the things that I do when I'm antiquing like I look I could be making it up I don't know but I definitely get that icky feeling around some of the objects. Mm. And the things that I find that I buy often I have a very like strong attraction to where it's like it's not just I think I might buy this or not. It's like, oh, you belong to me. You were already <laughs> mine. Let me just take you home. You belong like who, to who brought me. you here? <laughs> You're mine. Come here. Um like I said, I like things. So yeah, I, so I, I, I have I have an attachment to things, but at the same token like i there have been things that just like repulsed me and there's no reason why they should interesting
1: well on ebay if you ever do get interested i mean maybe you should just look on there to see if something belongs to you you know what i'm saying mm. but um you can buy and sell haunted objects on ebay um probably other places but for sure ebay so i compiled a little list Ooh. of things that i found So the most expensive item, first, how much would you guess the most expensive item was? Well, What's the item? It's a doll.
0: $22,200.
1: $22,000?
0: I don't know. You asked me to guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot. It was $3,000, but it was still like... Oh, like two hundred times wow, more. Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't ask, don't ask me to guess prices.
1: <laughs> okay, lesson learned. Now that doesn't seem as impressive, but everything else was like max five hundred dollars, right? You know, so this really stood out, and it was called authentic demonic possessed doll, real satanic haunted exclamation points, extremely dangerous Ex- exclamation points. The doll itself is mostly stuffed red cloth with a plastic face, closed eyes, and a little smile. Mm. Kind of looks elfish. It has like one of those hats. It's oh, yeah. It's red with white buttons, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, and there, there's a description. And all of these haunted objects have a description, if not just a disclaimer that mm-hmm. says we're not responsible for anything that happens. Oh, yeah, obviously. So, the previous owners reported paranormal events after not believing the warnings and they sold it out of fear. Mm-hmm. The that it uses the the seller says that they use spirit boards and pendulums to communicate, um, and that the doll makes noises and growls. Yeesh! Recommends a case for the doll to stay in. Well, yeah. So, how many eBay users now? It's not more. <laughs> Low ball me here. Okay. How many eBay users would you guess are watching this sale?
0: 222 22, <laughs> <laughs> 22. 22? yeah hey you also said
1: twenty-two thousand, which is really i said
0: 22,200 dollars, and then which 2, is me 220. i'm
1: 222 it's my birthday
0: okay so i'm obviously you're on, a tune. on fire you're on fire yeah. so
1: 22 people are reading this description and like hell yeah let's hell your hell your um, there were other items I can mention.
0: You know who's probably watching it is Roz Hernandez. Yeah, so definitely Roz from the, her podcast. Um, uh, ghosted with Roz Hernandez. She does a segment called "The Dolls Are Living," mm-hmm. and she goes on the eBay and talks about at least one doll that's. Uh, Maybe she's that's mentioned for sale. this then. Yeah,
1: it's it's pretty creepy. Especially I don't know why it was the thing that creeped me out about it. This. Most is that it was closed eyes. I think it must have been used for sleeping just because it had no other plastic pieces. It was just mm-hmm, the face. Whenever. So I guess it was like a, a sleep stuffy, like meant for sleeping. But anyway, okay. I did it, guys. Other items we advertised, not we, we're not advertising any, but other advertised haunted objects include a porcelain handbell, a tiny tea set, a rosary, a skeleton key, many, many, many dolls, a ring an urn mm-hmm, obviously um and the urn uh had description obviously mm-hmm. they all have description mm-hmm. but um the attached spirit is named daniel
0: oh he led a very neutral life oh that's like probably the most tragic thing that i could hear <laughs> all right all right uh he
1: let his childhood trauma lead him to alcoholism oh it's more tragic isn't yeah, it yeah it's getting worse which ultimately led him to death Daniel enjoys hanging out and being chill. Yeah. So Daniel could be yours to take in home for. life as for in death.
0: Yeah. Daniel could be yours to take home for. Any guesses? $220. $22. $50. $50. But that's how much he is going for, not how much he sold for, right? Is he yeah. sold? No. You he could probably,
1: pursue? I think if you bid for $22, you could take him home right now. No. It's a pretty urn as well. It's like oh. red glass and Ooh. it looks kind of like a... I do like not a, want a
0: glass urn. I don't well, want people to, be able it's, to it's, see it. It's got like a
1: glass piece. Okay. It's like multimedia. It reminds me of like one of those street lanterns. Mm-hmm. But like if they just like took the lid off, mm-hmm. the top of it off, that's mm-hmm. kind of what it looks like. But anyway... Cool. What if someone has a haunted object? Maybe someone's listening right now and they're like, I have a haunted object. Boy, do I wish I knew what to do with it.
0: Well, I'll tell you what you could do before you know what to do with it. Oh, yeah. How do you tell if something's haunted so you don't accidentally bring it home? Or did you bring home something where you gifted something that you're like, "Mm, uh, this might be haunted? Here are the steps for you to find out. And I found this on a blog from Amanda Lynette Meter, called How to Tell if an Antique Doll or Any Item is Haunted. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Let's go. One, grab two items to compare side by side. Run your hand over both items to see if you pick up any energy from them, either good or bad vibrations, and any sort of empathetic response that you might have. Does one feel more positive than the other? Do they both feel totally neutral? Um, So if you want to creep yourself out, Go around your house with your hand and feel the vibes, feel the energy, keep your eyes closed, maybe have someone hold your hand so you don't run into shit, and like when you feel a weird energy, stop, open your eyes, and see what it's on. You're just like touching your, your partner's <laughs> face media. or something I'm like, oh no. Then, validate with historical records so if you know who the buyer is if you know where it came from you know do a little bit of research to actually track down where this item originated and if there's any reason why it might match up with the way that you're feeling and then once you decide whether it is haunted or not you can clear that item you can relieve any of the hauntedness from it for sure i'll get into that if you think you have a haunted item you might want to hit up
1: eBay. You could be sitting on a gold mine and have a little serious side money action. But really, I went to went to Reddit to find out what to do if you have a haunted object, and a lot of people who were like asking, "How do I?" They Nick, were like, "Without you." Nope, not that. They um, were like, "How do I get rid of the spirit and keep the object?" And instead of offering any help. <laughs> the other reddit users were like i will buy it from you (laughs) like so many wow yeah
0: so don't ebay it reddit it
1: or both you know yeah you want your best options but um so definitely sell it if you are able to part with it but if you can't bear to give it away the internet says get a priest to come bless your home i think in this scenario the power of belief is really important Mm -hmm. so if you're skeptical you need someone who believes to help you okay um but like what you were saying like a cleansing ceremony like you can diy it for sure but Mm -hmm. i think you just need to be um intentional right and that's that's the whole point right
0: yeah i mean and going to whether it's a ghost or a haunted object or whatever don't bully it no you have to be wow. caring because i mean it, even if this thing's an evil little fucker there might be a light for that shithead to go to mm-hmm. to get out of your hair but it's also the best for that spirit as well best for the universe yeah you know and to that point i want to say that they're you know dolls definitely are not the only haunted thing at thrift stores and there are so many stories that I would love to tell, whether it was from a haunted desk or a haunted mirror mm. or a haunted painting, mm-hmm. but so many of those stories are things that I heard directly on like Jim Harold's campfire or yeah. on the Haunted Objects podcast. You guys should just go listen yeah, to the OG definitely. episodes. I, I don't yes. want to just recap all of their information source material right 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 so but i do want her to say i feel like everything i went over was a doll and it's definitely not all dolls
1: yeah way more than dolls yeah yeah Annie, what what kind of object do you think you'll attach your spirit to after you exit this
0: mortal plane Okay, ideally, I'm not in a position where I I feel like that's needed. I'd like to go to a a wonderful place and not have to attach to something creepy, but I guess I would. I love my things, so I can see myself attaching to maybe a thing that I love. Which one? Which one? How do you choose just one? I don't know. Will your other
1: things get jealous?
0: Probably. You know, I'm looking around trying to figure out what I would do, which one I would haunt. And right now, it's either between the ceramic cow that i got when i was 1 years old very cute or this uh target french bulldog tape dispenser <laughs> <laughs> Which thanks, Target. I've had for a long time, and he's been my little buddy. I take him to all the places that I've worked, and whatever he's doing to me. He's super cute,
1: he's adorable, yeah,
0: and he's got a nice weight to him. He looks
1: like he's uh almost looks gold plated or he something, is.
0: yeah, 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 so pretty,
1: pretty, pretty I think fancy. Gonna... I could you know I could easily see either of those things in an antique mall one day.
0: I'd say they should be buried with me, but <laughs> I don't want to be buried. <laughs> so how it about be, you? Is there anything you would attach to or you no. just so anti things that you're just like no. Nah. I want to be anti things. Yeah. Oh. you. But yeah, let us know if you have any weirdness in your house, any weirdness from a store, any store you won't go into because it's spooky. Or just
1: any other weird-ass stories, you know? It doesn't have to be spooky.
0: It can just be like uncanny or strange or weird or Mm
1: -hmm. aliens.
0: We already have a collection going of listener stories, so we're holding back a few of those. We'd like to get to the point where we have enough to do an episode with it or at least drop them in more often. So, uh, yeah, let us know what you have. And you can email that information to waytoweirdpod at gmail.com. That's with the number two. You can
1: also find us on Instagram at waytoweirdpod. So send us a message, you know, like us, follow us, and... Uh, if you click the link in our bio, you can find all of our episodes on there. So do that. Go to your streaming platforms. Listen to us there. Follow us there. And share it with your friends,
0: please. We love doing this. It's been really fun. Um, you know, we're like I said, we pre-recorded a lot of those. So this is our first time recording in a couple months. So at first <laughs> we're like, wait, what are we doing again? And now I'm just super pumped and energized to, to get back on this train. So it's, it's going to be great. That's good. All right.
1: Well, as you go about your day and your week and your month and even your year, remember not to stress about every little thing because that's easy to do. You know, take the time, take a pause. Get and out think, of your head. Get out of your head and maybe consider, just consider, what's the best that could happen? Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Stay curious, everybody, and keep, keep it, it weird. weird. Way too, too weird! weird.